Blog Talk Radio. Hello, Nats Town. Welcome to Nats Nightly, sponsored by FederalBaseball.com. This is Patrick Reddington from Federal Baseball. I will hopefully be joined shortly by Dave Nichols of the Spokesman Review out in Spokane, Washington. I'll be very clear about the location of Dave's newspaper. Just busting his nuts. Chops. Chops. I censored myself. Nationals dropped a 4-2 decision to Seattle Mariners today in the nation's capital. Took two out of three in the series, though, Dave. This is – I discovered somewhere along in this game the Seattle Mariners' first win ever in Washington, D.C. There was no baseball in D.C. from 1977 when the Seattle Mariners started until 2004 when uh, – well, 2005 when baseball returned to the nation's capital. So they get a win here. They avoid another one-run game. They actually get four in this game, a big hit by Nelson Cruz. So – Getting their manager tossed uh, sparked something in these Mariners, or what do you think is good for them to get the, off this losing streak and kind of pick something up uh, as they head to their next destination? Yeah, well, you know, after the game yesterday, there was a uh, uh, pretty uh, uh, strange talk coming out of the Mariners clubhouse. The manager was talking about his guys giving up, and uh, Kyle mm-hmm. Seeger, the third baseman, said that they were uh, they were quitting when they got down early, and, and that's just all bad indications for. Uh, for a team, you know, usually when a manager goes from praising his team's effort to calling it out in the press, it's not long before that manager loses his job. And it's not that I'm calling for Scott Service's job; it's just kind of typical in this business that the manager will defend his player's effort as long as he possibly can, and then call it out, and then it gets canned. So it's not surprising to, to see that, uh, um, that there was a little bit of excitement here today, a little bit more uh, uh, pep in their step type of thing, but. Uh, you know, the, the Mariners can hit a little bit. They're, they're top four or five in the order uh, in the lineup. But, you know, can hit a little bit. Nelson Cruz leads the American League in RBIs. Um, you know, he's got a bunch of home runs. Robinson Cano has been hurt a little bit, but he's hit, you know, since he's been healthy. And uh, Gene Segura just has an uncanny ability to put bat on ball. So all those guys can hit. It's the bottom of the order where there's no offense. And when the top of the order produces, they've got a shot at winning. Um, especially when they get a decent pitching performance like they did out of uh, Ariel Miranda, who now has only given up two runs or fewer in seven of his ten starts. So this is the recipe that the Mariners have to follow in ballgames. Unfortunately, it just hasn't happened anywhere near as often as they would like, and especially on the road where they are especially dreadful. At 6-for-19 from those top four you mentioned, uh, including the big home run by Cruz today, Kind of falls off after that, though. The stats are backing up what you're saying from today's game, at least. Uh, Gio Gonzalez is on the mound for the Nationals, winless in his last few starts after a 3 0 start in April, 4.63 ERA, 2.67, 3.88, line, 17 walks, 20 Ks, and 23 and a third inning pitch over that stretch. Uh, facing Seattle for the first time since he was in Oakland in 2011. He started off with four hit lists, but a double back-to-back walk to load him up in the fifth. Then he gets back-to-back Ks to end the frame. Uh, some sort of rib issue that he seemed to be dealing with. He was playing with it on the mound there, uh, stretching in the dugout. He looks uncomfortable after a few swings. Uh, he's out after 96 pitches, left runners on first and third there. Dusty Baker talked after the game and said, uh, I saw a couple balls hit real hard towards the end there after we scored, and he was struggling all day. He says it was kind of like a Houdini that got out of trouble a bunch. Uh, it seemed Gio Gonzalez kind of fall back into some habits that we've seen before after he got off to a nice start this season. But 
uh, he's been better this season than he has the last couple of years and managed to work his way out of trouble early. And they didn't give him a chance to get out of that last jam. And then it cost them when Nelson Cruz took Jacob Turner deep on a 2-1 slider that was just right over the middle of the plate. Right. Well, yeah, you know, it was a, you know, fairly typical Gio Gonzalez outing for folks that have been following him since he's joined the Nationals where he racks up high strike totals but uh, also runs up a high pitch count and can't get through the sixth inning, um, you know, giving up contact when he's not striking people out. And, um, and the biggest concern, like you mentioned, was him tugging at his side and his, at his ribs and his oblique area. Um, you know, the, the Nats can uh, ill afford to, to lose a starting pitcher. They're, um, you know, having traded most of their major league ready depth at starter. Um, they don't have a whole lot in reserve. You know, Jacob Turner, who pitched today, has done a decent job filling in um, when they've needed. But uh, they, they need to keep Gio Gonzalez healthy. They need to keep the uh, pitching staff uh, intact um, as the summer grows and as we start to get into the, uh, the warmer part of the schedule here. One of these days, Austin Voth is going to get his shot. One of these days, Ariel Miranda on the mound for the Mariners. Uh, this is my first time watching him. 28-year-old Cuban lefty, 3-2 and two in nine games, 4-2-8 ERA, 4-5-7 FIP, 2.98 walks per nine, 8.75 Ks per nine, uh, 239-305-416 line against him, uh, 48 and a third. Yeah, and nice uh, low, mid, low to mid-90s four-seamer low to mid-80s slider, a sinker, uh, four hitless to start, but Anthony Rendon, of course, continues to hit his fourth home run of the series on a 1-1 splitter that he hit out the left, a two-out RBI single by Worth, 2-0 after five there. He ends up getting the win, though, and the Mariners rally in the top of the sixth inning. He is still the pitcher of record there. Five innings, three hits, two runs, uh, both earned, three walks, four Ks. Uh, nice outing from him, a nice lefty there, uh, 28-year-old uh, maybe a little bit older than you'd want for a pitcher with uh, the limited experience he has, but uh, impressive outing from him today. He matched Gio Gonzalez through those first couple innings. Right. Like I said earlier, this is a kid that uh, has been doing a pretty decent job. He's only had um, one real blow up where he just got hammered hard, but, um, but he keeps the ball down for the most part. You know, the one zone he got up a little bit, but um, you know, this is a guy that, that, that has limited damage and uh, really, has been the most effective starter the Mariners have had this season, and that's kind of a, a, a tough thing to say. A guy that was your your fifth or sixth or even seventh option uh, coming out of spring training he got option. He got optioned out right before um, you know right before the start of the season, so he didn't even make the team. And this is a a guy that because of all the injuries the Mariners have had in their starting rotation uh, is essentially their number two behind Giovanni Gallardo right now. Um, and, and he will probably stick around in the rotation once they start getting guys healthy. So, um, like I said, he's been their most effective starter. Uh, and this is a guy they picked up off of a DFA trade uh, last year with, with Baltimore. Baltimore DFA'd him and, um, you know, is kind of one of those emergency trader lose the guys anyway. And, um, and he's turned out to be a hidden gem for the, for the Mariners so far. Yeah, I should note when I say not a lot of uh, experience, he did play, of course, seven seasons in Cuba before he came over. Uh, right. Often dis- discounted that he had a career before he came to the majors, but obviously he has some history. And uh, um, uh, I was going to ask about Cervais getting ejected, but we already talked about that a little bit. But Anthony Rendon, uh, Dusty Baker talked about him after the game last night and again tonight after he hit his fourth home run in a uh, the series here. I think he ended up, he was six for 11 after that home run, but just a really big series from him picking up at the bat. Uh, 
Dusty Baker said after the game, he doesn't see anything different from when he's uh, struggling at the beginning of the season. He's just putting a good swing on on the pitch, on his pitch, and not missing it, missing it. He's not fouling it back, not popping it up, and not hitting it hard on the ground. He's hitting it out of the park instead. So just keep on doing what you're doing. Uh, just continues to be one of my favorite hitters to watch in this league. Also, one of my favorite. Uh, players to watch squirm in interviews because he really does not like talking about himself but he keeps on doing what he's doing at the plate he's going to have to keep on talking to the uh, reporters after the game right you know baseball's a funny game like that right a guy can look uh look like he's just completely lost it for weeks at a time and then um and then he can go for weeks at a time with just hitting every single thing that, that's thrown at him so um, yeah, and, and Rendon is he's a really, really good hitter. I mean, this is a guy that uh, he's got terrific play coverage. He can, uh, you know, take a pitch where it's where it's pitched to him, and um, and he can barrel one up when he when he gets a good when he gets a good pitch to handle, and um, you know, terrific defender. Just a just a fantastic all around baseball player. And uh, the Nats were really lucky to, to get him when they did. Um, you know, there's a lot of um, a lot of talk in the, in the Seattle papers about how. You know the Mariners skipped Rendon to take Anthony Holson, and obviously Holson hasn't uh, hasn't materialized at the big league level. But um, that that's the, the the peculiarities of the major league draft, right? I mean, Rendon at the time uh, was coming off the injury, was limited to, to DHing there in, in college for a little while, and and there was real questions about his health. And, um, and obviously, coming through the NAT system, there was there were some of those questions persisted. Um, but he's just turned out to be a a terrific a terrific player. Um, you know, borderline all-star, uh, you know, offense, defense, whatever. And, and and the guy that was drafted before him has been an absolute bust that high up in the draft. So, um, you know, all the um, all the effort that, that these guys put into analyzing the draft and scouting these guys and, and the ranking services and all the rest of that, and, and really it ends up being a crapshoot at times. But uh, but the Nats were, were, were fortunate that the Mariners passed on Rendon and he ended up in D.C., you want to, the true nature of the crapshoot that the draft is, the 24 teams passed on Mike Trout. <laughs> so anytime anyone <laughs> wants to complain about that sort of stuff, all you can point to is that he went 25th overall in that draft after Steven Strasburg and uh, Drew Storen went to the Nationals that year. 24 teams passed on the possibility of having one of the best players in baseball on their roster. So you never know with prospects. It depends on where they live, where scouts are seeing them. If they don't play all year round, like a Trout in New Jersey. I'm sure he's playing on traveling teams and stuff, but not as easy to see as those California and Florida kids who are playing baseball nonstop. So the draft is an odd thing. Uh, Nationals take two of three. It's coming up tomorrow. We got the San Diego Padres in town. Max Scherzer is on the mound as the opener against Luis Perdomo. Uh, San Diego, another rough team, 17-31 here. So the Nationals really have to start pounding these teams. Uh, you've got to look for a sweep or at least two or three from these teams. You take two or three from Seattle. you got to keep that sort of stuff up and keep this division uh, lead going. I did an interview with an ESPN affiliate in North Carolina the other day, and he asked me what my biggest concern was in the National League East. And you don't want to say a team's going to run away with it here in the end of May, June. But my biggest concern, I said, was that they won't have any competition in the division and can kind of cruise the division title. And then all of a sudden you have to play meaningful games toward the end of the season. So how do you keep, if you're the Nationals, keep this up and keep competitive and going out there and giving it everything you got when, you know, you're kind of running away with the division here early? Well, you know, it's a veteran team. These are guys that that have been through this, uh, been through it together, um, you know, they've been in the playoffs, you know, more times than not in the last five years. And 
Um, you know, they've, they've got good veteran leadership. They just have to go out and win their ball games. You know, I don't, I don't put as much stock into the whole, um, you know, you need a pennant chase to be a good playoff team type of thing. Uh, we've seen runaway teams, you know, completely run away with it. So uh, I, I don't, I don't buy into that as much. Um, but yeah, the, the Padres coming in here, where, where the Mariners have a Triple A staff with a major league lineup. The, the Padres are just a triple-A team. They just have very little talent. Uh, it's Will Myers and, and, and very little else. And, um, you know, the, the, the Nats are going to get them on the road here. Oh, they're going to get the, the Padres on the road uh, in the middle of a road trip. So the Nats just need to, to lay the wood to them and, and get them out of town winning two or three uh, games here. And, and really, um, the Nats need to continue to beat up on the East. I mean, there are, there are teams – um, at the bottom of the division that just aren't very good. The Mets are having all sorts of injury problems. I mean, the Braves are in second place, right? And and, and they're, you know, a little more than a triple-A team with some um, past-their-prime veterans sprinkled in there, too. So, um, you know, the, the, the Mets just need to keep on doing what they're doing and, 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 and pray for health the rest of the way. Dusty Baker is going to be away from the team this weekend to watch his son graduate from high school. His son, obviously, is a... Uh, well-regarded prospect himself. Uh, what do you think of the Nationals letting him go? Are you one of those people even should, shouldn't even take off for the birth of their children guy, or do you think it's a nice move by the Nationals to let him step away for the weekend, uh, go home and be with his son for his graduation? He did say, no, I'll, know, I'll watch his I'll just know Dusty Baker was asked if he's going to watch the game, which I don't know, of course he is, but his answer was, I'll watch them at home. I'll watch them during the graduation. I'll watch them probably in my sleep in the bed. <laughs> no, I, I think it's great. Um, you know, the, the the whole idea that, that, that you, you sell your soul for the team. I mean, back in the day when it was their, their sole livelihood and, and, you know, it was one of those days where you were traveling by training and couldn't get away from the team. I think some of that, that some of that macho-ness, uh, uh, built into that whole thing that, uh, you know, in the grand scheme of things, you know, life is, life is bigger than, than, than your job. It's bigger than the game. It's bigger than sports. And um, you ought to be there for your family when things are going on like that. So, you know, the birth of the child, graduations, uh, all that sort of stuff. Uh, I think it's entirely appropriate that the team gives their personnel the chance to do that. Dave, I know you're ne- never one to pull punches, so I told you to take a look at Federal Baseball on the mobile and on our desktop. They refreshed the design of the front pages this morning. <laughs> Did you have a chance to look? And I'm waiting for you to say something like you're trying to look more like Bleacher Report, but I figured I'd ask what your take was on the refresh. Well, I didn't see the desktop because I've been uh, I've been in the car most of the morning, but I did look at it on the phone. Um, I think right up at the top there, it's, it's easy enough to see the – um, the most recent stories and everything. I, I definitely think that um, that it gets a little clunky down at the bottom where the um, you know the, the the pages get mixed in with the uh, the article. So if you've missed the, the first couple of days worth of articles, uh, it might be tough to go find something down as you scroll down. But um, but that's a, a minor nitpick. Whereas uh, um, it, it's nice to see the the headlines with the pictures right there up top, so that you can now find what you're looking for the most recent stuff. And the way we churn through content, as you know, uh, it is nice to have those six stories up top on the uh, desktop and laptop versions of this. Uh, keeps everyone's stories up there a little bit longer for people to see, even though it's all about getting them in Google and getting search results that way. But at least pe- people don't feel like their work is getting pushed right down the page as soon as they write it. So positive so far right. about what they've done here. So I've ended up liking most of the changes they've made over my time here. So I'm not going to give them any guff for what they've done so far here. 
That's nightly sponsored by federalbaseball.com. Uh, 7.05 tomorrow, as I mentioned, Luis Perdomo against Max Scherzer in the nation's capital. Uh, first of three with the Padres this weekend. Dave, it was good talking to you again. Uh, we've got a West Coast swing coming up, so maybe I'll call on you again during those late-night trips and spare some of our co-hosts here having to stay up and wait till those games end. Oh, I'm glad to help out when the team's traveling west, that's for sure. All right. Doug, how's it going, Nats? Talk to you soon, sir. All right.